Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of, women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Your Dream or Mine podcast. This is episode 94. So today I want to talk to you about success and what your definition of success is. The reason I say what your definition of success is, because success means different things to different people. And sometimes we can get really lost in what other people think success is, and therefore we hold ourselves back or we do ourselves down or we talk negatively to ourselves because we believe we haven't achieved the success. If you saw me, I'm doing that with um, air quotes, the success of other people, but that success maybe isn't what you want. I'll give you an example of that. And I, I don't know if you consider this to be success, but if you think about in the UK, we have a real push for home ownership. We really want That's the kind of the dream, right, I guess, to own your own home, to have your own property, to be a homeowner that you, you know, have a mortgage on and that you you keep hold of it. If you look in most of Europe, that dream just isn't there. That thought of home ownership just doesn't exist. So many years ago, I lived in Switzerland for a year, which was amazing. I lived in Lausanne, just incredible country, very expensive, but incredible place to live. And Mostly in Switzerland, people rent their apartments. They don't buy all their houses. They don't They don't buy them. They rent them. They don't have that big push and that desire and that kind of definition of success, which is home ownership, which in the UK we very much push towards. So that's just an example. And I'm not saying owning your own home is, is a mark of success. I'm just saying that sometimes the things that we think are would naturally be something people would be striving for are not the things other people would be striving for. So when I decided that I wanted to work for myself and run my own business and leave my corporate role, um, about a year before that, I did my uh, qualification in coaching. So I'd been coaching for years anyway, and I then got my formal qualification. So I did a master's level certificate in coaching. And um what was really interesting was I was full of no confidence, if that makes sense, really lacking in confidence. And in this, it was a residential course and it was absolutely brilliant. Like the, the, the coaches that were uh, leading the program were absolutely brilliant. The rest of it, not very good, but anyway, the coaches who were there, the two ladies, absolutely brilliant. Sue and Angela, if you're listening to this, you're fantastic. Anyway, so um, we were there and we were doing all these different, you know, activities and, and like practicing and learning how to coach. And I was in, um, we had to do this particular exercise and I was paired up with um, 
really lovely guy who um lots older than me kind of probably at retirement age and and hugely successful in his career again i'm using the word successful and when i when i say hugely successful you know he'd held senior positions he earned a lot of money he was just such a nice guy anyway we were doing this activity and he was talking to me about my goal for the business and he said what's your goal you know what do you want to get to and i said well I I don't have big ambitions. I'm not driven by money. I just want to be able to replicate my corporate salary. That's what I want. I just want to be able to replace my corporate salary. And he said to me, uh, and it it still sticks with me now. He said, I don't think you're, I don't think your aspirations are high enough. I don't think you're, you, you need to want more than that. And it was really interesting because I, there's a couple of things about that. One is I think I was keeping myself playing quite small because I think if I allowed myself to think that I could earn more than I earn in my corporate salary, in my corporate role, then I'd be setting myself up for failure. Does that make sense? So there's probably an element of me that was a bit like, well, if I don't, if I don't set my goals and my targets too big, then I won't be disappointed. But there's also an element in what he was saying. There's probably something about what he measures success to be, but it was just that really interesting measure of if I simply just replace my salary, was that success enough? Does that make sense? So that's what got me thinking about recording this episode because um, perhaps for his Graham, his lovely guy, um, in fact, I must give him a ring. I haven't spoken to him for ages. Um, in, in, perhaps in, in Graham's mind, what, what success is for him is, is, I don't know, salary is status. I don't know. But for me, perhaps it's something slightly different. So one of the things when I, um, when I'm coaching with clients, I want them to kind of think through our, what success looks like for them, what what they're trying to get from the thing that they want to do, if that makes sense. So if they want to work for themselves, what are they doing that for? What's the big push? And in the dream transition method, which is my framework I use to help my clients to really kind of get into the thing that they want to do and really understand it and create the right, the right mindset, the confident mindset to be able to achieve it. I get them to think about what that kind of magic is. So what's the magic that you're going to achieve when you know, when you, when you achieve your dream, what's that magic? What's that feeling? What's that emotion? What's that experience? What's that life? What does that look like? And it's different for everybody and success will be different. So success for me isn't, and this isn't because I'm not, I don't want to earn money, but success for me isn't earning masses of money and it's really interesting because in the online coaching world, there's a lot of talk of 10 figure months, 100K months or years, seven figure, you know, there's all of this kind of, there's this real, it's almost like the barometer of success is the money that's come through your books. And that's the only way. And what's really fascinating about it is that when people say they're a six figure business owner or a seven figure business owner, I had to really think about what that was like, how many noughts is that? And when you're a six figure business owner, right, you could be anything from earning a hundred thousand to 999,000, right? You'd still be a six figure business owner. So there's quite a big scale. Equally, 
if you're a seven figure business owner, you could have, you could be just tipping into the million or you could be even more. And also people use that, that financial measure. They use it in slightly disingenuous ways. So if you, for me, if you were saying to somebody, I'm a six figure business owner, I would expect you to be earning six figures that year. In that year, that would be your turnover. I wouldn't expect that that's six figures from when you started your business because cumulative, everybody can earn quite a lot of money, right? But actually what we're talking about is turnover in an, in a financial year. So that's where that kind of, for me, that's the measure of the financial kind of, um, not necessarily success, but the financial, uh, the turnover, like the income. And what kind of frustrates me about the coaching world is this disingenuous nature of putting out statements around what coaches have earned, therefore suggesting that if they've earned that, they're going to be able to help you to achieve that. And therefore that makes them successful. But sometimes they haven't been honest and straightforward about the information they're putting out. So they're kind of, it's a bit smoke and mirrors, right? They're not being straight. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not sure I'm ever really going to talk about money in my business because for me, that money side of it, money is great, right? Money would give me, money on its own is nothing. Money just is a thing. It's nothing. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It's not something to be ashamed about. It's not something to kind of boast about in my book. It's just a thing. And money on its own does nothing. But what money does do is it enables you to do certain things. So money would, you know, growing my business bigger than it is already, that money would enable me to travel more, which is the thing that I really want to do. I want to be able to travel. I want to take my children to Australia. I want to take my kids to New York. I want to go to Bali. I should have gone to Bali for my family moon when I got married in 2020. And then that got cancelled because of COVID. And uh, so I want to do all these things. I want to go to Easter Island. I want to see the big heads. Um, I want to go to the Turks and Caicos Islands. I want to go back to Costa Mui and stay in the hotel that has got the bath on the um, like balcony on the terrace. I want to do all sorts of things like that. So the money itself does nothing. That's not my measure of success. But being able to travel and travel with my husband and my children and my stepchildren, then that for me is would be kind of a mark of success. So that's kind of the money side of things. And I don't hanker after, I've got a beautiful house. I don't hanker after a bigger house. I don't hanker after a flash car. But the traveling and the kind of not worrying is brilliant. And actually, it was interesting this morning, I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to need an operation. And I was just talking to my husband and he's got private health care for his job, for me too. So obviously that's a huge benefit if you if you want to, if you need to have something done and there's going to be a weight on the NHS, then actually that of money gives you that option, right? But if your definition of success is money, I don't think you should feel bad about it. And I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm not saying that shouldn't be your measure, but I'm saying if sometimes when we think about running our own business, we think about stepping into that new life, if money is the only measure, then actually, because it does take time to create, to kind of replicate the income that you had before, if money is your measure, then you might be disappointed. You might feel that you're not successful because of that. 
So maybe success for you comes from something like um, recognition. So recognition where people know who you are, they respect you for the job that you do or the, the skill, the profession, the role, the, the task that you complete, perhaps the product that you create. People respect you for that and people know you as the person who does that thing. So I'll share with you a little story that happened to me the other week. I went to a little Christmas fair in the town that I live and I was walking around the stalls having a look and it was great. It was all female business owners. It was brilliant. And I got to this one stall and I said to the lady, oh, hi, you're right. And I'd actually messaged her earlier because I've got my networking group locally. And I said to her, oh, um, oh, I messaged you earlier. Did you get it? And, and I said, oh, I'm Laura. And she said, oh, I know who you are. I recognised your voice. I heard you talking and I recognised your voice. And I said, oh, did you? How come? And she said, oh, I listened to your podcast. She said, oh, it's really good. I said, oh, what were you listening to? And she said she was listening to my one about the menopause. And yeah, so she said, I recognised your voice. And honestly, that made me feel so great. I don't crave like notoriety or fame, but actually somebody listening to something that I put out and saying, oh, I recognize your voice and I really enjoyed listening to it. And, you know, maybe it helped a bit. Oh my God, that just made me feel so good. That made me feel successful. And I'm 24,300 words into my book, which needs to be 40,000 words. So I'm doing quite well over the halfway mark, about 65% of the way through. And that for me will feel like success. When I was a little girl, I always thought I'd write a book. I always thought I'd be an author. I wanted to be an author. I wanted to have a bookshop. I wanted to be creative like that. I did an English degree at university. I love reading. I don't like creative writing. I'm not creative like that. So I don't know how I thought I was going to write a fiction book because it was a fiction book that I thought I would write, but I'm rubbish at writing fiction. Just can't do it. Got no imagination for fiction, but I can write factually or I can write about things that I know. So actually writing my book has come, it's coming quite naturally to me, actually. Um, and it's a lot of words that I've written so far, but like for my, for my coaching qualification, I think I had to write 23,000 words. So actually it's these things, they're fine. My dissertation for university was 10,000. That seems like nothing now. Um, but for me, you know, I, I always thought there's this, there's a book in me. You know, people often say that there's a book in you. And I've got a friend who is a published author. He's written about 25 books. And he said, do you know, Laura, lots of people have got a book in them, but some of them shouldn't let that book out. And I was laughing so much. So lots of people feel they've got a book in them, but maybe it's not a very good book. I don't know. But I always thought the book was fiction and then I'm not very good at fiction. So I thought there's no book in me. And of course there is a book in me. And actually there's more than one. Didn't realize that. So my book that I'm writing is coming out at the end of March. And I'm so excited about that. And for me, that is going to be a huge measure of success because I don't know, this sounds ridiculous. It's going to be sold on Amazon. I'm, I've done it through like a hybrid self-publishing thing. So you probably won't see it in Waterstones, but you'll see it on Amazon. And that feels really, really good to me. That feels like success. I was just uh, checking. I like to review my podcast listening figures and uh, I look at them every week anyway, but I look at them at the end of the month. And um, so it's the 1st of November today as I'm recording this. And 
I've hit 5,120 downloads of my podcast. And for me, that feels like a success. There are other people who get 10,000 downloads a month and I'm not one of them. I might do. I might get that in the future. But if I think about 5,120, they're not different people, obviously. They're the same people, you know, listening to multiple episodes. But if I think about that and the impact that those episodes will have on other people, that feels like success to me. But there are other ways that I like to measure my own success. And I'd like you to think about what success would look like for you. So the four F's of the things that I wanted in my life when I left my corporate role, I wanted freedom, flow, fulfillment and fun. And if I just explain a little bit about those, the freedom was for me to make the decisions about what I do. And now I'm really coming into my own in my business. I just say, do you know what? I don't want to do that. Somebody offers me something and I go, no, thanks. Thank you, but no, thank you. So the freedom to decide what my life looks like, how I spend my days, how I spend my time, I make the choices. It's mine. Sometimes it means I have long days, like I'm doing my academy program at the moment. And that means I'm working in the evening, but that's okay, because then I have a quieter day, later start the next day. Um, So the freedom, that's important to me. The flow, so that my day flows, so I don't have work Laura and home Laura anymore. I just have Laura. So this morning I've been cleaning my, I'll tell you what a marker success would be for me getting a blooming cleaner. But anyway, I've been cleaning all the bathrooms this morning and then I made some cookies and now I'm sat at my desk recording this. So that's flow, right? So I just flow in to making my son's pet lunch. He's gone back to school to doing my chores and then doing some bits, you know, getting, getting into my office and doing some work. Um, The third F is fulfillment. So when I, when I work with clients and I make an impact on their life, when somebody says to me, they've listened to a podcast and it helped them. When somebody says you have made such a difference to me, when somebody comes to my networking event and starts to come out of their shell and then connects with other brilliant women and then they start working together, that's fulfillment for me. When my book comes out, that will be fulfillment. When um, when I can see that the work that I'm doing has an impact, that is true fulfillment for me. It's absolutely brilliant. And the last of the four Fs is fun. And God, I put quite a lot of fun in. Somebody said to me recently, oh, you've got such a life, because I've been to quite a lot of stuff recently, concerts and speaking tours and events and stuff like that. And uh, I'm going to Margate in a couple of weeks for a little retreat with a little business kind of, retreat with um three amazing business women i've booked go to barcelona for a friend's 50th in march just a lot of a lot of fun right a lot of a lot of freedom to have the fun if that makes sense so that's a mark of success for me but the other thing that has really driven me into wanting to work for myself was i felt that i just wasn't really present with my kids and they are teenagers So they don't need me in a hands-on way, but they need me in a different way. And being able to be around when my daughter's a sixth former, so she's in and out during the day. And being able to 
spend time with her. You know, last week was half term, so I can just spend time with them when I, when they can fit me in, obviously. Um, but being present for my kids and for my children and my stepdaughters and just being around rather than always being out at work all day, like long day, leaving early, getting back late, making dinner, falling asleep. Next day, repeat. Don't do that anymore. That is a massive mark of success for me. So I'm at home, a kind of potter. I'm happier in myself, so much happier. My husband prefers me when I now that I work for myself. Um, that's a huge mark of success for me to be able to just be me, be the real kind of authentic Laura that I'd wanted to be without all the stress of being employed and working for somebody else. And don't get me wrong, there is stress when you work for yourself, but it's a different kind of stress because it's a stress that you can manage or overcome. It's different to being employed and having all those pressures of demands of, of, a, of a corporate role or an employed role. So there's all sorts of different ways that I would define success for myself. And I would urge you to think about what would success look like for you or what does success look like for you? Because you might feel already that you've achieved success. And I really hope you have. It's a great feeling. I never thought I wasn't successful before. I really enjoyed what I did. I was good at what I did in my corporate role until I decided I wanted to do something different. And now that I'm working for myself the success, it comes from all different avenues, but it just feels so good. Honestly, it feels so good. So it's not about a number. It's not about a big house. It's not about a flash car. It's not about a handbag. And there's nothing wrong with those things. I'm not saying that, but for me, that isn't, that isn't my barometer of success. My, my definition of success is happiness, contentment, ease, flow, relaxation, joy, being more me. And I'm more me than I've ever been before. And I, before I was probably a bit hectic me. Now I'm not hectic me. I'm just me. And that for me is what makes me a success. So I'd love to know what success looks like for you. So if you've listened to this episode, why don't you, um, pop a story on Instagram, tag me in and let me know what success looks like for you. What do you define as success? What would that be? What are you striving for? Or what have you already achieved? I'd love to know what success looks like for you. And I see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it, could you do me a favour? Please leave a review and subscribe. This helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. If you're ready to create the confident mindset you'll need to start your transition into your own dream life, then come on over to the Dream Life Academy, a mindset coaching programme and community all in one. It's absolutely the best place to be amongst other brilliant women who are creating and living their own dream lives and businesses. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.